Do you struggle with money? Maybe you're spending too much and always go over budget. Maybe you just don't know where your money is going. If you'd like to take control of this uncertainty and struggle out of your life, then choose Finlek. With Finlek, you get access to financial tools that will help you budget and track your expenses, as well as receive short, bite-sized content that will teach you about money and your finances. Today, we continue our conversation with Jonathan Paulson. Jonathan discusses the areas that most startups struggle with, including how some investors thought he would be too young to be a startup founder, and he shares with us why when it comes to startups, you should just go for it. We hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, so my next question for you is finances and budgets. How much of an impact does that have when the VC is making a decision, knowing that you have your finances in check? So again, this is very uh, this is a very specific question depending on which stage of a life cycle your startup's in. If your idea stage, if your uh, pre-seed stage, none of that actually matters, right? I'm not saying it doesn't matter to throw it out of the window, but more of um, yes, it's good to have maybe your balance, you know, just your simple cash flow statement, shareholders agreement, things like that, the simple documents, or maybe just things like your burnout period or your break-even ideas. Early stage startups, uh, the VCs usually look at the team idea, the scalability, and how quickly can they implement it with the least friction possible. Um, finances and so on come on. So I think a common misconception with a lot of people who are not in the space or who are new to startups, they feel, okay, my, my idea is here. I've made a proof of concept. I just need to now approach a VC. But the issue is a lot of VCs, I mean, again, like I said, in UA, there are maybe like a few VC companies. It's not a big space. Everyone knows everyone. So you have pretty much just, you know, you can keep going back to the VC again and again, but like, it's always going to take six to eight months of relationship building. And from day one, you need to send in from idea stage, let's say even VCs, they're all practicing in different spaces. A lot of VCs don't even invest in startups when they're in idea and pre-seed stage. They're only talking about growth stage because the ticket size is a lot bigger. That's where people like us come in who are accelerators who have very early stage. And we, we usually look at idea. Have you raised money before? Who's the team? How long has the team been together? So it's very, you know, I would say finances would have 10% weightage when it, compared to everything else. So you've mentioned team building being an important factor, but what other things contribute to making a successful startup? So when we go down globally to meet companies, we meet in like four months, we meet around 1,200 companies to pick the final 10 for our accelerator. And we do this uh, twice a year. So that's a lot of companies to go through in a lot of less time. And we also have to make sure that you know, all the check boxes are there before we pick a company. And like I said, accelerator ticket size is a lot small because most of our contributions done in kind. So things we look at apart from the team itself is how, what the idea can do in the current market. We understand that, yes, when we fly down to, let's say, India or we go down to Singapore, the idea might be doing really well. They have traction there. They're soon going to have sales. But when we bring that down, so it depends on what the VC's end goal is. Is it an exit strategy or is it more of an acquisition strategy? If they're, if they, for me, it's, I'm, we're working with DIFC. The idea is to bring the company here, set a business up and see it grow in the United Arab Emirates. If we find a company which doesn't make sense abroad to bring them here, then it doesn't, you know, if it's a great idea somewhere else, it doesn't mean that it has to work here. So market fit is the second thing we look at after the team. Then thirdly, is it just a one-off problem or is this something which can scale to the neighboring countries? Can we take this idea to Oman? Can we take it to Saudi? Can we take it to Egypt? What's the plan here in GCC? So I think team, 
market validation, scalability, these would all be in the mix apart from financing. Okay, so you're an entrepreneur yourself and you just told me that you have your own startup. How would you go about starting a startup and what limitations did you face, especially when you were starting your company? Um, so I think, so I have uh, two startups actually, and I faced different problems for both the startups. And the one of them, I started quite young because I started when I was still in university when the idea came to us and we thought, you know what, let's do this. At that point, obviously the biggest problem was we were what, 20, 20 years old. And the biggest problem was clients taking us seriously because we were, you know, they thought we were too young to be handling uh, corporates and big clients. So that pretty much the only way to overcome that is just to start small and keep growing themselves. And I feel a lot of times when I still go back to universities for judging events and when I go down to incubators, the one question which always people ask me is uh, how to start. And the easiest reply is just you, you cannot have 100% of it planned out. I feel the more you look at 100% perfection and having a plan and things like that, the longer it's going to last you, the longer it's going to take you to actually just start. So something I always tell a lot of young entrepreneurs who are in high school or university or, you know, just five years down their career is just start. Uh, you only need 75% of it planned out. The rest 25% is really the entrepreneur's skill on figuring it out when uh, life or work throws something at you. Apart from that, I think the biggest issue is knowing the market. A lot of people, I mean, because it's an expat population here, uh, they see a lot of ideas globally working out, whether it's back in their hometown or whether it's by watching Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, they'll be like, you know what, that's a great idea. Let me do that. I think a lot of businesses here fail because of the market fit. Um, it might work somewhere else, but if you don't have it, if it, if it, you know, if you don't do enough research and uh, if you don't go out and talk to your customers and kind of have that validation, there's no point if you're starting something. So I would always tell everyone just keep doing a market validation. Make sure you do enough consumer feedback before you actually put your money in and just start off. And after that, I guess, you know, 75% in and then the 25, you'll figure out. Okay. So you mentioned like people sometimes consider you too young to make a startup, but is that something that people should really care about or should they just keep going forward even if they're too young? They should keep going for it because like I said, we started when we were uh, 19 or 20 and it's been like now the company's been running for six, six and a half years. We've at this point, we have worked with pretty much a lot of global clients all the way from Adidas to Harvey Davidson to Nike, we've worked with Bath and Body Works. So basically, it's a it's a hundred it's a marketing and event management agency. And if we at that age thought, you know what, someone told us we're too young, we should probably go back to college. Then we would have never got to where we are right now. Mm-hmm. I think the other two important factors in entrepreneur or anyone who wants to pretty much start something is how well do you pivot. Uh, I keep I keep literally going down to events and judging competitions and just keep telling people if something doesn't work out doesn't mean you have to completely throw it away and shut it down. Figure out what elements of it can work and pivot. Yes. Uh, if someone tells you you're too young to do something, pivot from it and figure out what can you do right now with your financial capabilities and your uh, what is your USP and then have a pivot on it. The other thing is determination. If you if someone tells you it's you're too young or this project costs too much or you know, any, any negative feedback, you just got to take it in, go back, sit with your team and figure out, you know what, how do we make this work? And I think that's the only way we got to the stage we are right now where we have our own influencer network. We have our own, we started making ed tech products for a lot of companies and we work with, I think we've worked with maybe 20% or 10% of global companies. So that's a big thing to have on your portfolio. So I don't think without starting with, you know, the small SMEs here, 
would have ever got to that stage. So thank you so much for your time, Jonathan. I've really enjoyed the insights you provided on making your own startup and going forward, despite all the things that might be against you and how we can actually innovate in this time, in this pandemic, despite the circumstances. Is there anything you'd like to conclude the podcast episode with? Um, yeah, I think, you know, just the fact that uh, there's a ton of tools online for free, it comes to communication, team building, keeping track, task management. These are all small things which kind of help you make a process and once you make that process efficient things get a lot better so if things seem like a mess now and you can't really meet up to do work don't worry about that and also you know the two important things pivoting and determination like if people keep shutting you down for whatever reason it is um, i understand over here the vc the pe the accelerator space they're all very old and mature so if you just walk up there they might not uh, i i remember when finn like applied to our accelerator Yes. And, they, and they didn't meet all our criteria. But, you know, uh, you guys didn't stop. Like, you know, you're still functioning. You've pivoted. You're making cope. You're making secondary products right now in your company. So I think it's important for people to learn from that. Like, you don't get everything in the first try sometimes. you got to keep pivoting and you got to have that determination if you want to succeed. Because there's tens of, there's, every day there's something new coming up. Um, so you got to keep up with it. If, you guys, if anyone's hearing and you want to see what we can do, you can go check us out at Fireflies Middle East on Instagram and check out some of our work doing a little bit of self-promotion here. <laughs> it's okay. Thank you so much, Jonathan. No worries. Take care. This concludes our conversation with Jonathan. We hope that you were able to pick up some ideas on how through innovation, pivoting, and determination, you can build a startup into a unicorn. We hope to catch you on the next episode with a new and interesting guest.